Touchdown! Hey everyone, I'm Scott Hansen from NFL Red Zone. I'm CNN's Coy Wire and former NFL player. Hi, I'm Nat Coombs. I'm Michael McGuire from Gridiron. I'm Toast Force Will Gavin. If you want to see the best of the NFL, check out Decipher Sport. 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 I'm Neil Reynolds, and this is the Decipher Handoff. Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Decipher Handoff with myself, Neil Reynolds, and uh, we're, of course, the podcast for new NFL fans. Uh, in the UK, Germany, across mainland Europe, bringing you uh, great voices every month from either side of the pond. Uh, and uh, this episode, very pleased to welcome uh, General Manager for NFL Germany, Alexander Steinforth. Uh, Alex, what an exciting time to be in your position. Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me, Neil. And uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Very exciting times for us over here um, in Germany, heading into the second season where we we are we are probably on the ground uh, um, with an office with games in Germany, so very much looking forward to that. Um, let's talk about last year. I mean, I mean, you've been in the job since 2021. I mean, already have you seen remarkable growth? Because I'm thinking historically from the days of NFL Europe, which we'll get into uh, as we go through our conversation. There's been a fan base there for a number of decades uh, in Germany, but has it has it kind of gone crazy in the last couple of years? Yeah, as you said, uh, Neil, I mean, uh, Germany obviously uh, has a rich history of American football, of the NFL. Um, back in the day when we had the NFL Europe, essentially in the end, it was it was more of a NFL Germany with a lot of German German teams. And what you can what you can still see these days is that um, this has been uh, important groundwork by by the NFL, by the league for for fandom in Germany these days. Um, we still um, have a lot of fans that really, um, you know, were kind of acquired uh, in the 90s and 2000s, which are um, super excited to see um, the NFL taking a serious step in, into Germany. And then over the past couple of years, especially with the help, help of our uh, media partners, we've also seen a lot of uh, young audiences coming into, um, into our broadcasting, into the product. So um, it's, an, it's a really interesting mixture right now with us being actually the youngest um, sports audience um, on TV and on social uh, amongst any of the major sports. Um, and yeah, very exciting times, uh, a lot of demand over here and, and can't wait for kind of the second Germany season to kick off. Yeah, let's look back before we look forward. Um, 2022, the first regular season game in Munich. Uh, I was very excited to get there. I, I called it a party 20 years in the making because I'd been at the NFL Europe games all across NFL Europe. So it was a really special day. It was a privilege to be there. But I wanted to get there early and they dropped me off. Was it still called a power party? There were power parties mm -hmm. in NFL Europe. I don't know what the name was, but the they dropped me off at the bottom of tailgate and I walked through it. And you could tell straight away, and we'll get on to Tom Brady and his impact in a second. You could just tell it was going to be a special day. There was like a sizzle in the air, I think. Maybe it was just me reading too much into it, but it, it felt really special. It, it definitely did. And it, uh, it wasn't just you, although obviously we're very happy you enjoyed uh, that day. Um, you know, it, it felt very special that day. It felt very special the whole week. Um, you already mentioned Tom Brady. That was obviously a fantastic uh, kickoff to, um, uh, to our Germany games. But what was really exciting for us to see it, that it was so much more than just Tom Brady. You could really feel the the energy and feel the excitement uh, amongst 
fans and by fans i mean those that have experienced um, the old days so to say that have uh, attended nfl europe uh, games back in the day but i would say probably the majority of people being in munich um that day and and the whole week have been people that didn't really have that much um overlap with um, the nfl before but still when they came into town when they came to the stadium when they came to to tailgating uh to the power party as you as you call it you could really see that this was probably the first time they understood what an impact the nfl um, has been able to to make in continental europe as well and how different it is also from other sports um, that that germany the germans have been really uh, uh, used to follow um, especially soccer you had over 800,000 people last year trying to get tickets for that Bucks Seahawks game. We'll talk about what's happening and what has happened in terms of interest for these coming two games in Frankfurt. But were you surprised by the level of interest when the Munich tickets went on sale? Or was that, was it almost a kind of, I told you so? Did you believe, well, this is what we thought it would be if we were given this opportunity? Well, I mean, uh, we had a first idea when we looked at the registry of inter interest numbers before. Um, we knew people were excited about it, but usually, um, at least the way I know it, is that people, uh, you know, are quick in signing up, but when it comes to really taking the action and, and making the effort, going online, buying tickets, uh, you know, you lose some of them. What we saw um, is was exactly the opposite that the, the excitement got got even bigger and um, uh, we, we spoke to Ticketmaster as our uh, ticketing partner um, last year and they said they've, they've never seen any event outside of Super Bowl that created so much demand um, uh, no matter whether it's a, it's a it's a concert or a sporting event so you know we, we couldn't have been more happier about um, how it how it went that that first year and I think you know that was just the kickoff to it um, and um, really good to see that it manifested itself then also um, throughout that week in Munich and you know we might come back to that later but for us when we look at our overall mission for Germany it's also very important to um, point out that obviously the game is the most visible part of what we're doing over here what we're doing with all our colleagues in the states and uh, also in London but then there's there's so much more that um, we want to do and we are already doing whether it's flag football whether it's working with our um, GMP teams, whether it's, you know, just creating touch points for our fans. So uh, it's an all year round mission, which we're trying to fulfill and where we're just to, you know, make the NFL as tangible as possible over here in Germany. Perfect, because both of those are on my list for a few minutes time. We're going to touch on both of those, the global markets program uh, and flag football and youth football, because I think that's obviously where the, the future of the sport lies as well. Um, I'm sure there were many things you planned uh, last year in Munich, a lot of meetings, a lot of planning. Um, you probably didn't plan 70,000 uh, German fans breaking in to take me home country roads, but what a moment. You talk about moments in sports and moments in a season. Again, it was just fantastic. It was just a celebration, wasn't it? It was. It was indeed. And um, I think those uh, people that have been to the stadium have been lucky enough to be in the stadium and those that have watched it on, on television uh, really uh, still keep it you know, uh, fond in their memory memories today, and it's it's funny every time we, uh, you know, have a have a senior stakeholder meeting and we're talking about Germany, we're we're uh, using that little uh, uh, video piece to you know remind everyone of how uh, emotional also the uh, that game in Munich was, and uh, no matter where you start playing it, whether it's you know with NFL people in the in the states, whether it's with 
stakeholders um, over here in Germany. Everyone really uh, gets goosebumps every time we show it. So it's it's just reflective of you know how how emotional, how uh, you know special that day was in Munich. I I couldn't have predicted that song, but I did have an idea of how the atmosphere was going to go because in Sky, our Sky Sports NFL coverage that day, we were offered you know your typical studio TV studio glass separating us from the stadium, and then right at the last minute on the day of the game, we were offered. Uh, a little gantry outside where we could put the cameras and myself and Jason Bell would be standing literally in amongst the crowd for three hours. And I was like, we're going outside because yeah. I know how it's going to be. Probably a good decision, yeah. It was, although we couldn't hear each other. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a good decision. It was a fun decision. Um, you mentioned a couple of things about the Global Markets Programme then. So the, the teams that are uh, marketing themselves in Germany, Atlanta, New England, Kansas City, Carolina, Tampa Bay, how important is that program to to do some of the lifting and to, to spread the message as well uh, to have those teams really invested in Germany? It's it's very important, and we are working very closely with all of those uh, teams um, almost on a on a daily basis. Um, for us, obviously, it's it's great to take that step as a league into Germany. But um, when you look at fans, obviously, they want, also want to get in touch uh, with players with clubs. So. Um, it, it's a real blessing, not just for us in Germany, but for all those markets that um, have uh, teams activating, properly activating um, in their market. Um, what we see in, in, in Germany this year and what we already saw last year is that uh, not just was there a lot of interest also from, from new clubs applying for, for marketing rights in Germany, but also um, from the level of, um, of activation, um, you know, teams coming over, bringing legends over, bringing cheerleaders over, doing flag clinics over here, doing fan fests, watch parties. Um, it's amazing to see what um, some of those teams have been able to to put together, uh, you know, uh, whilst being located and, and, and being based on, on the other end of, of the world. And um, um, it, I think it's it's a crucial uh, piece for, for us here in Germany, for the whole NFL internationally to you know, also bring teams and players close to the to, to the fans, mm-hmm. um, and that's why we're um, very fortunate and very happy to to have that good working relationship with all of those teams. It's moved very quickly. It's already gone from one game to two, which no one would be surprised if they saw how the Munich one went. So this year, uh, Kansas City and Miami, uh, November the fifth; New England and Indianapolis, November the twelfth. Both games in Frankfurt. Uh, the first one, the Dolphins and the Chiefs. 15 minutes, the reports are, that it sold out. Um, I'm sure you'll probably top that at some point in the coming years. But now we're up to 1.2 million people uh, trying to buy tickets. I mean, that must have been just an exciting day just to see, again, that level of interest and the growth from one game to two and and the the number of fans wanting wanting a piece of it. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean... uh... Um, so we actually did have 1.5 in the, for the 1. first 5, game, and then, okay. and then and then more than three million for for the second. Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, if you look at those numbers, it's it's nothing that the German sport market has ever seen before for any sporting event in in Germany, um, whether it's a World Cup or uh, you know a, a UEFA Champions League final. It is definitely unique, and that's. Um, uh, in in parts all, not just due to the fact that we have the reigning Super Bowl champion over here and with the New England Patriots one of the most success or the most successful team probably of the the past twenty years, 
but um, also by uh, due to the foundation that was built um, in, in last year's uh, Munich game, but also uh, you know by um, by the work that everyone in the league uh, and around the league um, is doing all throughout the year over here in Germany, really trying to build uh, you know um, a foundation, um, doing groundwork to make sure that we're not just um, a circus coming to town and then leaving it again, but really growing the game, growing the league in a, in a healthy and sustainable way. So let me just get those numbers. So 1.5 million for the first game. And did you say 3 million for the second game? Yeah, those were so those, those were the devices being being locked in. Obviously, some people used multiple right. devices to increase their chances. But still, um, it is it is crazy given um, that Frankfurt this year is an even smaller stadium than, than Munich has been last year. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, unique numbers, uh, something I've never be seen before for any any sporting event. And, you know, we, we obviously wouldn't mind um, uh, having a stadium that can hold uh, a million or more people. However, that has been difficult to find in Germany so far. Yeah, and, and anyway, to be fair, but that's, that's almost like you could sell out a season's worth of games there in Germany already. Um, do you always get you what, what you want, Alex? I mean, year one, Tom Brady, year two, Patrick Mahomes. I mean... This is well, it, it might it might look like that, but I, I can I can promise you it's, uh, it's always uh, you know tough tough discussions and yeah I mean it's obviously it's different things. One is that um, luckily um, all those uh, three teams um, that you know are the designated teams, what we call them last year and then also this year, um, have been teams that um, do hold the marketing rights to Germany, so they do have an an uh, in increased interest in, in playing over here. Um, obviously, very lucky for us that the Chiefs won won the Super Bowl because that's kind of a you know the icing on the cake to to have the reigning Super Bowl champion over here. Um, but you know, I think, and that's the that's the good uh, um, thing for us to see in market that no matter who would have played this year in Germany, people would have been excited because obviously it is also about the teams, but. Yeah. The appetite for for the sport for the league overall is just something that you know stands out that really uh, makes us also you know really look forward um, to 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 the next years because no matter who you talk to um, that is somehow interested in sport or uh, sports over here in Germany uh, has been trying to get tickets has been following the developments um, of the NFL over the past couple couple of months and years and also all the great work that has been done before we uh, uh, you know had had our office here on the ground so you know we're um, we're super happy uh, with the position we're in right now but we also know how much potential potential there still is for us to grow will it be different in frankfurt you mentioned it's a smaller stadium but it's got a great history as well of american football um you know how do you how do you think what can the fans expect in frankfurt Especially as you're going to, the NFL is going to come to town for a, a whole two weekends. So. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely going to be different. Um, uh, not just because it's a different state, it's a different culture within Germany. Um, you just mentioned it. Uh, Frankfurt has a very rich history of um, American football, which also dates back to um, to the NFL um, Europe days and before. Um, what we saw when we um, also already already back then when we selected Frankfurt as one of the host cities was the um, the commitment and determination by all the uh, key stakeholders that we're working with. They really want to make um, uh, those games count. They really want to 
you know, show the city and the state from their best side. And um, um, I think, again, it's going to be an, uh, an extremely exciting setup with lots of events happening um, on match day, before match day, uh, between match days. And um, as you already mentioned, um, this year we've got the special situation that it's a back-to-back -back, um, game and that we have the opportunity to activate so much more than um, just one match day and the days around it, but that we can really tell a story that lasts almost two weeks uh, with everything that comes with it. So how much has yeah. the Tom Brady come into play last year and Patrick Mahomes come in this year? How much has that impacted and maybe the work you're doing anyway with flag football, with youth football? You know, Germany, again, has a great history there. Sebastian Vollmer, I covered in Team Europe uh, when he was a teenager before he went on to the NFL. Marcus Kuhn, of course, more recently, Jakob Johnson, Marcel Darbo, all flying the flag for Germany at that elite level. But how important is flag football, youth football, getting younger people experiencing the game, young boys, young girls? For us, it's it's crucial. It's one of the um, key pillars of our strategy um, internationally and also here in Germany. Um, we believe that um, obviously it is important to um, build more local faces uh, and, and, and help grow more local faces for the league in, in the long run. But flag football is not necessarily just about trying to you know, uh, uh, find the next talent that will eventually end up in the NFL. It's so much more. It's about, uh, you know, getting, especially after those tough COVID years, uh, younger kids, um, you know, to do sports again, to, yeah. to, to get out of, uh, uh, out of, out of their flat, their apartment, um, and, and on the pitch and, you know, throw some balls. It's about, you know, setting up teams where it's one of the few sports where you have girls and boys play together. Um, and it's essentially just about fun. It's a very, you know, uh, um, safe sport to play. It's we've, I, I think we've set up a great uh, tournament uh, over here in Germany where we do regional championships in um, six cities now in Germany, which results into a, in a, a national final. The winner is uh, is winning a trip to the state. So, you know, if I would be 12, 13 years old now, I would try yeah. everything to be part of that. Uh, to be part of that um, of that tournament, and yeah, eventually it's about growing the sport, growing the game. Um, as you know, uh, Germany as well as the UK is not necessarily a country where all kids grow up uh, playing American football of of any uh, um, shape or form. So we are here to work uh, also with the federation and the league um, to you know uh, spread the word and make kids make their parents aware that this is a, a fantastic sport that's that really de deserves being played uh, Alex you were in the room I think you were there last October when we had the commissioner at the uh, the forum event in London I was hosting it I didn't mean to get a headline out of him but we ended up with a headline about a potential European division if you will recall <laughs> and it ended up on pro football talk in America um, I mean is it your belief when you've seen this this interest already in just a couple of years of games do you believe germany should or could have an nfl franchise one day i mean uh, i think what you what you've seen over the past couple of years over here is that there's definitely appetite for much more nfl football than we can uh, currently fulfill even with two games will this happen at any point soon uh, that's you know above my pay grade and for for for, for someone else to decide um i think um we the only thing we can do is 
to work on that level of interest we're seeing right now to make sure that people really understand that the NFL is is here to stay and is uh, something that you know is as exciting if not more exciting than some of the alternatives that are in market right now um, and everything else uh, is a discussion where we are uh, chiming in at some point but which uh, ultimately is you know uh, uh, decided uh, over in New York and uh, the States overall. See, it would be great if there was a couple of teams in London, a team in Munich, a team in Frankfurt. There was the Germany-UK rivalry. But, I mean, the reality is at the moment, there's a wonderful working relationship between NFL-UK and NFL-Germany and, and how you assist each other with these games because it, suddenly we've got five regular season games being played in Europe. Which... Yeah, that's fantastic. And, I mean... As, as you know, I've been in, to the London office yesterday and uh, we had a nice party. Yeah, it was. And, and um, I'm there on, I try to be there on, on a regular basis. And that's true for a lot of my colleagues over here uh, in, in the German office. And why is that? Because, as you said, we have a, um, a very close relationship with the, the UK, UK team, not just the UK, UK team, also all of our international and US counterparts as well. But um, I think it's a special one between London. And then uh, and Düsseldorf, where we have our headquarter, um, because there's uh, a because we're in the same time zone, but because there's also so much, um, you know, we're working on together. Whether it's um, commercial partnerships, whether it's um, events, whether it's everything that happens around um, game day. So and this list goes on for uh, uh, probably uh, and dozens of, of, of more topics. Um, so we really enjoy that working relationship. We really enjoy growing um, uh, the sport, American football, the NFL in Europe together. Um, and yeah, I can't wait for, for everything that, that will uh, come uh, in the next uh, couple of years. The NFL, well, sport in general really, is about one game at a time, one season at a time, one year at a time. So this might be a little bit unfair, but I'm going to do it anyway. Let's fast forward to the end of the decade. What does it look like in Germany, the NFL in Germany? What What do you want to sort of see in the next six, seven years? That's a That's a very good question, and uh, I will I will keep it very general for now. Uh, I don't want to push put too much pressure on the U.S. colleagues of uh, trying to to get more games. But obviously, I mean, uh, you know, what I can say is that uh, we would love to um, see the development we've seen over the past couple of years continue in a in a similar way because that would mean that you know more people come into the sport more people uh, start following the nfl that we would see more um, uh, kids playing and eventually also more um, uh, you know young adults joining u.s colleges hopefully joining the league at some point so um, we just want to um, continue the, the the growth paths we, we we've seen in the past and make sure that we we stay uh, one of the most uh, important international markets for the league and just uh, make sure, um, you know, more and more people get excited about what's happening in the NFL. Alex, I, I answered my own question there. On my notepad, I wrote in big capitals, more. Hmm. You answered it, just more of everything, right? More, more, more viewers, more, more players, more, more games, just more. Yeah, just more. I think that's that's a good summary of it. All right, perfect. Alex, thank you for your time. Um, we are out of time uh, on this episode. Remember, you can follow uh, Decipher Sport with all their updates on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, go to decipher.com 
uh, for regular news and features. But Alex, it is an exciting time. We're going to let you get back to work and I will see you uh, in Frankfurt. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nia. All right, we'll see you next time here on the Decipher Handoff. Bye for now.